Hello and Kroiso to episode 68 of Alternative Wales, the podcast. I'm Ryan and today I am joined by uh, Rodri Davis once again. Rodri, how are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. All good, yeah. That's nothing nothing new to report. A broadly positive just, start from you there. T- turned up, so that's something, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's all I ask, Rod. That's all I ask. Aye, that's all Talking I ask about for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about turning up. Uh, Kaus hasn't turned up tonight, so uh, coming off the bench this week to replace him is Kevin Hengoid's prodigal son, Evan Powell. Evan, how oh, are you? I'll take that every day of the week. Fucking last for my own material, but <laughs> oh yeah, it has been good couple you, of months now, haven't it? You uh, taking care of yourself? Are you all you all good? Oh, I'm on top of the world. I've got some extra money coming out at the moment. I've started a little side hustle now. I'll just go writing poems. <laughs> you know, it's it's proven to be pretty. Yeah, it's going well. L is for legs. Oh, yeah, that's one of your uh, one of yours. L is for legs. Yeah, times two. Yeah. <laughs> Repeat until fade. Strange how many times you uh, mentioned totem poles in your ghostwritten poems, isn't it? Lo- what can a I lot say? of totem poles in the valleys. It's a hard, hard world. Um, how uh, how's Kevin Engoy started this season Ev has it started Uh yet or it has started they're currently playing up the graveyard right now and it is one all against Anderson Bull going into half time so big game I see myself as a big fucking jinx of them to be honest the last few games I've gone to they've lost so I try to keep my distance for the benefit of the club you know sensible so you're on the podcast tonight instead of watching the game yeah, uh, benefited the listeners of the podcast and anyone who follows Kevin Hengoid. So you're you're a saint. Up the village, come on! <laughs> <laughs> right, um, we'll start with some club football. Um, and unfortunately for Swansea fans, there's only one place really we can start. Um, obviously, it's not been a great start to the season for for Swansea fans. Um, two nil up in midweek, conceded to own goals and injury times draw two all with Millwall and suffered um it was two nil not it was two nil to Luton, wasn't it? Or was it three? I've two already forgotten. Two nil to Luton on Saturday. So one win in the first five I mean there's a lot of issues at the club by the sound of it. I listened to call Rob and a lot of people were already calling for Martin's head and obviously a lot of anger was directed towards the board. Rodri, it's still early days, of course, in the season and plenty can change. But I think there's not not really looking good for Swansea, is it? I mean, the lack of funding and the results on the pitch. What do you make of it all? Yeah, um, I'm still of the mindset that me and me and Kaus mentioned the other week that it's far too early to be like kind of deciding something's finished, doomed and all this at this stage of the season. Look at Forest last year, was it? Mm. the? They were rock bottom after however many games and ended up like missing out on automatic promotion in the last game or two. So uh, mm. championships are weird when I think Middlesbrough beneath Swansea in the table as well, and they so yeah when they the were they, they were yeah they were. I've seen a lot of people's predictions at them top two. So you know you can have a bad start and it doesn't necessarily mean everything's rotten behind the scenes. But uh, you never know with Swans. I think it's. Uh, bit of a difficult one because you know they they don't like spending much money and there's always a like a there's a chance there's a player gonna get sold on transfer deadline day just to piss everyone yeah. off but, you know they're, they're that type of club that will do things backwards so um but I, I just probably urge a bit of you know I know they've they were saying it all last season to have a bit of patience for Russell Martin didn't come in till late on in the thing um in the just before the season started last season so yeah but then he's had a full pre-season now and if things aren't looking too sharp but I did watch him in midweek to be honest with you, in Millwall and they were pretty sharp yeah just absolutely shot the bed as soon as Millwall got a goal back um that was the only thing that happened there I think other than that they should have been thoroughly kind of uh you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, oh, I fucking always forget the <laughs> English language on these podcasts. Uh, uh, they should be encouraged by the display in that game, but then obviously I didn't really see the game yeah. on the weekend and that didn't sound too clever. So, But then that's the championship. You're never consistently brilliant, do you? Otherwise, no. I don't think many teams are ever. Even teams who end up going up have the rough patches. So 
let's hope let's, for the Swans fans' sake, just hope they're getting it out the way early. It's all you can hope, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm cautious, obviously, being a Cardiff fan to wade into this because you know aye. it's not it's not really my my debate to have. Um, but I think coming in it from sort of like a a neutral perspective is I think Russell Martin's clearly a good manager and clearly knows what he wants to do and he's got this idea of how to play football and whether you agree with it or not that's his style of football and I think but to play a style of football like that you need to have specific footballers and to have specific footballers it needs to be investment in the team and if there's no investment in the team then you're not going to get better because what he's trying to do is fit square pegs in round holes at the moment Mm. by the sounds of it um, so I guess it all comes from the board, and I guess a lot of Swansea fans have been very um, critical of the the ownership over the last. Well, I mean, how long has it been now? Five, six years? They've been there. Aye, uh, since yeah. Um, when it last couple of seasons in the Prem was it? Yeah, relegated yeah. on them, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, it is such a shame as well. I mean, for so long they were the model club. As a, as a if if I was a Swansea fan, you know, for so long. They were how yeah. a football club should have been run. You know, they he, kept getting the managers right. They kept getting the way the style yeah. of play right, and then they they sold their soul. And well, I mean, I know the fans didn't, but that is modern football, isn't it? And it's just that's what I was going to say. No, I was going to say that I know the owners. They've done some really sh- shonky things, but then look at the managers they've appointed and how well they've got on to do. I think yeah. you know they a bit of credit for that. And it's probably yeah. worth sticking, seeing what Steve Cooper's ended up. I know he wasn't very popular with the Swans fans, yeah, for one reason or another. But it just shows maybe, you know, stick with the manager maybe because uh, the track record is pretty good. So, you know, I th- I I do think Russell Martin's got something about him. He did well in his last job. So, uh, but then football's a fickle business these days, isn't it? Well, that's it. If you start the season, shit, everyone wants you out. So look at Gerard; he's no longer flavour of the month, is he? So no, exactly. Aye. Um, Evan, Jamie Evans on Twitter asked, "Do you feel sorry for Joe Allen coming back to Swansea now and having to teach the rest of our squad and manager how to play football?" Um, obviously, it's not really been the um, the welcome return for Joe Allen coming back to to the Swans. Are you concerned at all that that might play into his form going into the World Cup? I don't even know how he's played for Swansea, to be fair. So I don't know what you make of it all. Well, it goes without saying that I hope not really, but it's still early days into the season. And people are losing their heads over a couple of results. <laughs> yeah. It's still early doors. And hopefully, yeah. but Swans and Ireland should kick on as time progresses. But the club in general, it has boiled down to the owners. Like If the decline has happened at the top, it's going to go down to the playing level. But it is a bit of a shit time for Ireland to get if with how things are going so far. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the thing is, the way Russell Martin's been speaking is that they need to sell Piro to fund any more transfers, um, which is a sad indictment, really, because Aye. they've already sold Flynn Downs for what nine, ten million. Um, so I don't know where that money's gone. So um, I can clearly see the frustration from the Swansea fans because I feel like. They're the prime example of taking a step forward and then two steps back yeah, every few yeah. years. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed for them, for the fans of the club that they turn it around and uh, for Joe Allen as well, obviously, going into the World Cup. Um, obviously, elsewhere in the English system this weekend, Cardiff suffered a fifth derby defeat in a row, a poor show in a 2-0 defeat to uh, Bristol City. You must be getting fucking sick of the... <laughs> It are not turning up for these derbies. It's it? pathetic. <laughs> I don't understand. I like. I know that. Like I tweeted saying, you know, this season it was always going to be moments of you know good moments and bad moments with the turnover of the squad. But like to put in a before, you know, I thought we did really well last weekend against Birmingham, and we did really well in midweek to draw in in West Brom. But then, yeah. to, and so I was confident going to this because you know Bristol City, they're a strange side. I, I don't really know what they're about but yeah it was quite clear from the off really that um, Cardiff just weren't going to put in a performance and it is really frustrating um, you know because it is fun to win derbies and we used to beat Bristol City all the time we were mm. like we never really since I've been watching consistently beat Swansea obviously I think I've only seen Cardiff beat Swansea three times off the top of my head I think um, but Bristol City, we used to beat them all the time. I remember winning 3-0 at home. 
we beat them 6-0 away once so it's, it's always nice but um yeah it was a it was a long old 90 minutes in Ashton Gate on the weekend wouldn't wouldn't go as far to say as I enjoyed myself um but I'm not too concerned about Cardiff going forward I think there's there's been enough they've just got to figure yeah, out yeah. how to play derby games because it's they've weird a pretty yeah. decent start otherwise haven't they I think yeah, I mean, relatively seven decent, yeah. seven points in the first five, two wins, a draw, and a def- and two defeats. I didn't think the two defeats would come against Reading and um, Bristol City when we also played West Brom and Norwich in those five games, yeah. um, which is weird. But uh, that is the championship, and progress is is the only thing Cardiff need this season. I think um, yeah. anything else is a is a is a big bonus. Um, other good news, though, Newport got their first win of the season against Tramia, so it's nice to get that off their backs because I think, you know, the longer seasons go on without um, without any um, any any wins, uh, you know, morale does tend to to wane. So I'm glad they've done it. Wrexham got a much needed win as well, five nil over Maidstone after a poor result of midweek against Chesterfield. It was uh, the first time in a while I've seen um, a few people turn a bit on Parkinson after that defeat in midweek um, obviously we haven't got Kaus on, he's our, uh, our fountain of Wrexham knowledge Rod but I think it's going to be a bit like that now, if Wrexham really don't kick on, I think any bad results, I think people are going to slowly but surely turn on Parkinson because just those expectations are through the roof there aren't they Yeah well I don't think they can afford like to have a first 10, 20 games like they did last season because mm. that's what cost them in the end. But yeah, like like Cow said the other week, they're not going to win every game, so you've got to you've got to kind of balance your expectations slightly. You know, a lot of teams then do lose one of their first, however many games. Not many teams go on a massive run straight from the straight from the bat. Like so, uh, but then the thumping win Saturday, maybe you know, it's just slowly getting things right and slowly kicking into gear for the seasons all this happened there and yeah you know they probably pick up a f- good good few wins now and things will look much more rosy so yeah I, I, I just think anyone going nuts at, at managers at this stage unless something's like toxic and clearly going yeah. wrong and, and players clearly aren't putting in the effort then then you can complain but otherwise I think it's just you know a bit of patience a bit of fucking manager expectations no one wins every fucking game so you know one of those yep. again yeah very true um and finally mirtha got their second win in a week against plymouth parkway which uh you know six points to really kick this season off evan have you been down to penadaran park yet this season i know you're uh you for regularly frequent there yeah um three season i've done a couple of fixtures i haven't gone down for a league game yet but should be told i'm only there for the food yeah, you're a big fan of the old carbon chips. Um, I'm hoping to get up there at some point this season and give it a try. Um, yeah, so it's, it's nice to see them getting getting their season going after a, uh, a poor couple of uh, early results. Yeah. Um, a quick look at some individual performances over the weekend. I think the headline is Brennan Johnson getting his first Premier League goal. Obviously, he had one disallowed last week, but uh, finally got off the mark this week. Evan, how important is it for him um, and Wales, really, as we count down the weeks towards the World Cup, that he starts picking up form and confidence in the Premier League. It's a good start already of the season, and honestly, it is just exciting to see him come on as a player, especially now he's in the top flight. And mm-hmm. Every time I'm watching him, now, he's rubbing your hands, expecting something to happen. We saw it with the national team as well. I think I have watched a clip of his goal against Belgium now every day since he's been injured. When I'm thinking ahead to Qatar, I'm thinking he's going to be one of the players who steps up, and I just can't wait to see that happen, to be honest. It is is ridiculous thinking how we're going into a tournament with some young striker over there who is getting a habit of banging them in, and got a fucking bail next to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got reason to be excited. I'm not going into the fucking future of it now, playing it down. I want us to go out there. I just want to get at teams. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just—I'm saying it's with a massive grin on my face, by her, but just, I'm just fucking buzzing for it. Proper <laughs> <laughs> players we've got, by her. just the enthusiasm of youth, there, love it, yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
great stuff. That's, I mean, that's exactly what this podcast needs, really. Isn't yeah, it? we need we need a bit of like, yeah, positivity. Positivity. And, yeah. yeah. Grumbling just, old fucking bed, broken down men. Yeah. <laughs> I am literally about, physically yeah. like broken down. Rodri being mentally broken down for a long time. <laughs> so, you know, it's nice to have your sort of confidence you know, going. It's a nice contrast to have, and pl- pleasure to be a part of it for that. Aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rod, it's nice, really, because I. I mean, we'll we'll speak in depth, I'm sure, over the the coming months about, you know, how we're going to play in the World Cup, how we think we should set up. I mean, the conversation, we've got so many options in the forward areas. You know, we've mentioned Bale, we've mentioned Brenner Johnson, you've got Kiefer, Dan James, Harry Wilson, Ramsey, you know, and there's only so many you can pick. And it's just, it, like like Evan said, with everyone playing as well, obviously Harry Wilson is injured at the moment. It is it is a nice place to be at this time of the season, isn't it? Yeah, but you know how I, uh, <laughs> my mind works. It's just fearing what's coming around the corner and just expecting someone to get an injury or something to go haywire with one of the key players. But no, yeah, let's just let's be enthusiastic. It's, it's we're in a really good place and. I can't have been the only one thinking what's next after Bale, Ramsey, mm. Allen and all that lot, that generation. But it, it looks brighter than ever, doesn't it? Um, like Evan was saying, we've, got, we've just got to smile at the fact we, we've we got such a promising, at least the next five years looks very promising and you never know what comes after that again then. so Yeah. yeah. And on that note, um, leads us on nicely to... Um talk of the World Cup squad on Twitter Leon Rees asked us on Twitter um, he said I realise he's only 18 but do you think Luke Harris will feature in the World Cup squad uh, he clearly has an eye for goal uh, shining for Fulham's youth side and has featured on the bench recently Rod it's probably too soon for him at the moment but again it's really encouraging to see a young lad doing such good work um, at at, at that level and will definitely be another one to look out for maybe not quite for the World Cup but definitely for the next campaign yeah definitely i I be honest I don't know much about him at all really but um, it's definitely one to keep a, keep a close eye out on but like you like we always say like there's there's always a chance of someone sneaking in you know Colwell no one yeah. expected him with the Euros I, but I don't know I, I think it's probably too early for this guy, but uh, I, I, I can uh, with a twenty whatever man squad it is now is extra three or four spots. Yeah, twenty six, isn't it? Twenty six, yeah. I, I can see maybe another, another, another page surprise up the up the sleeve kind of thing. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see see a youngster get a chance to make that trip because you've always got to have one eye on the future and big old squad. You've got a space for someone. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've always got. Two games coming up in September as well, and if Paige did want to have a little look at someone like Luke Harris, then I guess that's the the prime time to do it. So, um, yes, it's uh, it's all very positive. Um, Evan, have you got any anything more to add on anything we've just said? Because I've run out of things to say. <laughs> um, suggesting him to go to the World Cup is a bit of a stretch, really. But get him involved next month if he's a space player. Just get him in the squad. Yeah. He's doing bits at the youth level at the moment. He's obviously one yeah. to keep an eye on. Just get him involved with them senior players. See what see what he's looking like. If he gets a couple of minutes against Belgium or Poland, that'll be days. Yeah. How many how many how many players are we allowed in the Nations League squads that they call up like thirty something? Is it? Yeah. See, I think you I can take as many as you want, but you can only yeah. name. 23 in your match day squad i guess it depends on you know flying and all that sort of stuff these next two uh two games then poland belgium poland i think if any players like a bit doubtful uh, fitness wise or something maybe just tell them you're you're in my plans for the world cup but i'm gonna have a look at a few other boys yeah for for these games and maybe fill the squad up with a couple of outsiders and give them one last chance to uh make an impression maybe that yeah. Could be the way to go, but um who knows now. But uh, obviously we've got to try and get a bit of it's the last two games there's not gonna be any pre World Cup friendlies, I don't think. No, it's well, not time nothing, it, No, exactly. So maybe I don't know, maybe it's the other way around. The page will be thinking I need to get my World Cups 
yeah. players all together. And, but then, who knows? I'm not Rob Page. No, Thankfully. you're not. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have fucked it up well before now. <laughs> yeah, very good point. Um, right, I think that about sums up the week in Welsh football. Um, so we'll um, we'll talk to Agent Phillips next. Agent Phillips, are you there? Hiya, Brian, right? Can you hey, mate. this uh, exotic music? Hey, that's the one word that sprung to mind for me, exotic. David Ewan's playing in the background, see? At retirement. How are we, you, right? David Juan, is it? Juan David Ewan. <laughs> Only Juan David Ewan. <laughs> oh, you got a bit of a spring in your voice today, Phillips. Everything all right? Considering yeah. you're in jail last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I skipped bail, didn't I? Right. <laughs> Is that really. a thing in this country or <laughs> <laughs> not really, no. All I, I got arrested from the misuse of a tipper van. <laughs> so Talk us uh, through it then. Yeah, well I, I was out as you know, I've had a bad history with uh, automobiles and stuff. Yeah. So it's well like, documented the tipper on this podcast. van, you know, the tipper was like stuck up so I had to drive it around. <laughs> 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 it was a tick like, van then, was it? Yeah, they couldn't get it down and the police weren't happy, so they arrested me. And then after they released me on bail, I just fled to Spain. Right. They only gave me an £80 fine, so I'm not really sure on reflection why I fled. <laughs> <laughs> Any like, excuse. I paid the fine as well. Time to get your head straight. Sir. Paid the fine in uh, yeah coins from the glove box. I, I think Big fucking glove somewhere. box. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, my glove box, mate. Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah, so out and then, yeah, just yeah, went to lie low in the Spanish. I think sun. you've got some sort of racket going on out in Spain, the amount of times you've been down in the uh, old Iberian Peninsula. Yeah, I feel on. like one of the craze, mate. <laughs> Escaping, you know. There's no extradition policy, is there? Got one of them time shares down there or something to do? Yeah, it's by parade around my pants, like. <laughs> yeah, and then bring back illegal amounts of fags for the boys. Um, Yeah, anyway, and whilst I was in Nick. Yeah. yeah quite, I sound quite hard to that, don't I? Yeah, 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 I'm frightened. Does I, I don't get caught very often, so it's quite a new experience. But anyway, yeah. whilst I was in Nick, I met a bloke. And he was a football player, so I I was doing two, killing bird, two birds with one stone, like <laughs> did my own scouting. Excellent. Oh, that makes a change. Nice to see you yeah. doing a bit of work yourself. I've never seen this bloke play, but he his name's Zamalek Hughes. <laughs> Zamalek Hughes. <laughs> yeah, so he's from Brecon, but his mum's from Djibouti or somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he used to play. According to him, I've got no proof of this, but he used to play for the Corries, Brecon right. Northcote. Tried a row and the Hoover factory. And I'm not sure if he used to work there or play for them. Or both. Uh, yeah, well, he told me he's a brilliant centre midfielder and he can, He said he's like the Brecon 2 guy. <laughs> 2 guy. <laughs> Is two that because he's schizophrenic? Or? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I lined him up to replace an agent, Dale Evans, for the Corries, but they don't want him back. So he's basically available to anyone. Um, more importantly, why, why was he in jail with you? <laughs> Yeah, you've skipped over his uh, crimes there. You usually, usually mention them first straight off. Like, Do you know, he's just a bit of like a runner from Weatherspoons or something. It wasn't that serious. Or he had a gun or something, I'm not sure. <laughs> On a beach. Yeah, well, <laughs> On Old Moorway, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, he goes by the name of Zamalek these days. Uh, oh, that's a yeah. small world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's my one player. That's what I've been up to. So, you know, the police, I was, you know, as probably everyone thought, the end was near for Phillips being in jail. Yeah, I'm sure loads of people were worried about you after your yeah, scratchy well, um, scratchy voice note you sent me last week. Yeah, I was hoping, yeah. Yeah, to be fair, do you know how many messages of support I had? Oh, I'd like to... One, maybe? <laughs> no, none. Oh, right, there we are. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> none. You're not very well liked you, in the uh, <laughs> industry. No, well, what industry? I'm not really in the Several industry, industries. You've got to have a licence to be an agent. Trafficking of various things. 
uh, apparently are involved in football <laughs> in some sort of yeah. capacity. I'm st- still waiting to see the proof with that. You're a good storyteller. Heavily involved, heavily involved. Yeah. Yeah. An author, I should be. See, a new uh, book. F- Maybe I'll work on fiction. that. Fiction. Think, uh, I'll get yeah. that Paul Abandonato to go straight there with me if we load a bollocks, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. He talks oh. more rubbish than me, man. Yeah, it's only one player because of my uh, incarceration and my uh, subsequent f- fleeing of, to Spain. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've you... got fa- plenty of players on the way in issue one and buzzer. Seven. Yeah, there we are. Buy issue seven and read yeah. about my new players. But the, the, so lazy to just listen to the podcast expect me to give it all to you in yeah, one exactly. place who's writing this one for you is this a Paul Abandonato or is Tony on the case no the Mark Orders from the uh, from the Evening Post right so is you're just gonna I don't know I think I don't know no idea who you're on about to be honest no, I can't <laughs> think of any of the football writers only Andy Howell the rugby bloke because I saw him with mayonnaise and his lips once <laughs> <laughs> yeah Look, uh, a sandwich, but yeah, some someone will go straight. Maybe Rod will go straight there for me. No, yeah, thanks. yeah, he'll do it. Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kaus is a journalist these days. He might go straight there for me. Yeah, allegedly, he'll do a video. Yeah. He, maybe he'll come and do a takeaway with you somewhere. And yeah, but he'll just like doctor it so I eat loads of food and make me sound like Adam Richmond or something. Who's Adam Richmond? Man, man versus man food, food, isn't it? Man oh, is it? yes, come on. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah. That's a throwback, man. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. That's all we need on Teddy these days. We're not seeing enough. Never discloses his age, mate. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Has anyone uh, given Kaus a shout about doing some fitness? Because he seems to be doing takeaways every other night. Yeah. <laughs> it is incredible that he's not the size of a fucking house. But uh... yeah. I am uh, sending one of, him one of my uh, fitness plans. But. Uh... I gotta have some cash up front before I send them over. So the last bloke who did one of them had a stent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's in bad way. Let's let's pray for him now. Yeah. Yeah. All those clinsmans never good yeah, for anyone. Too many clinsmans and tree climbs. I think. <laughs> I, 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 I have altered the uh, pro, uh, training regime to uh, take out the height of <laughs> yeah any activities, but uh, more to come on that. I think. Yeah. So. Stuff. Expect a video of Kaus doing one of the uh, Lieutenant Cool, sh- Lieutenant Cool's fitness plans on North Wales Live. Can't wait. Give the people what they want. Well, exactly. exactly. I think you should take the rough of the smooth. Yeah. The burgers and then the fitness. Yeah. yeah. Good video. Him and Mickey Thomas doing Klinsmans and there's <laughs> like another stent waiting to happen to him. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we gotta go and. We've got some stuff to do. Well, okay. very vague. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's been great to hear for you. I'm glad you're out of the nick and uh, sunning it up in too Spain. Long before I'm back in there. Was there uh, any news on the? What, did the police seize the tipper or? <laughs> I've been pounded. The bloke wounds it. It was pretty few men. Yeah. 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 Speaking. <laughs> oh dear, dear. But, yeah, so I gotta go. I've gotta like, yeah, I've gotta go and sort out a replacement vehicle for him. Well, uh, great Wheel to catch up with probably. And yeah, uh, my regards to Jeff Quarry. Yeah, and his mate. Da- he wants to kill me. Die Rock <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah, Die Rock, man, you know him, do you? Yeah, good bloke, Die Rock. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Kenford Gill, isn't he? Yeah. Never meet a more honest man. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you some Kenfick Hill. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, right, I gotta go and sort this wheelbarrow out for one of them quality types. Ta Off you go, Phillips. Ta da. Ta da. Wrong end of the week time then. Um, we'll start with. Uh, last week's results in third place, ten um, percent. Um, a very um, empathetic ten percent of you picked breaking your leg. That means ninety percent of you were fucking selfish bastards. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the ten percent, though. Oh, yeah. Ev, thank um, you, mate. 
Yeah, this is why you're back on the podcast. Beautiful. Positive, you enjoy always, Ray. That's what <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and sleeping in the heat, Rodri's pick only got 17%. Probably a week late, Rod. I think. Um, yeah, I think I voted for Kausen. Yeah. yeah. As as did 73% of the voters. Greedy energy companies. It was a break glass for emergency wrong and for Kaus there. So, yeah, strong. Um, very strong pick. Strong and a deserved pick. winner. Um, so this week then, seeing as Kaus isn't here and Evan is our guest of honour, um, you can kick things off, Ev. Um, what, have you, what are you going for? It's a bit of a wordy one, really. I don't know if you'll actually get this into the polls, but I'll my selection for the day is just the media outrage over a certain um, councillor's Facebook poll <laughs> and how people have blown it out of proportion so much. It's getting on my nerves seeing it now. <laughs> Like the, the blokes made a joke, say what are you about or not, but does it warrant like national news coverage? It's a fucking Facebook post. And it doesn't warrant the pylon from certain politicians either. I don't even want to say his name. I'm fed up <laughs> thinking about his we know, name. We know what you're talking about. Yeah. Doing, but... <laughs> Every listener's going to know. There's not many yeah. people I hate on this planet. And that's a strong <laughs> word. <laughs> See, all this positivity has just disappeared. Yeah. As soon as yeah. I put any sort of thought yeah. into that bloke. Uh, it's not. It's not healthy, boys. It's not vaping's healthier than this. One thing. I, one thing I will say is like I found it funny, but then you have gotta like think. You know, don't have a gun in public. Maybe that's the only thing I can think. Maybe yeah. probably not wise, but the rest of it, you know, clearly. If he just comes out now and says, "quote unquote," is a fucking air rifle when you're naked, I'd have a lot more respect <laughs> yeah. for apologising the way he is. Yeah. yeah, I'll end up in the next time now. Can't imagine is you know he's probably got a pretty hard to get lawyers involved or something now, and I can't imagine uh, their, um, their advice is just tweet something like you know a air rifle wind your neck in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the outrage is in. I'll make a most out of it. His name yeah. is in the spotlight. Yeah, in for a penny, in for a pound, and all that. Yeah, only live once. Make a most out of it. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, I've seen a lot worse on Facebook over the years. Um, well, as politicians doing a hell of a lot of worse things, isn't it? Like actively yeah. starving people. So you know, yeah. I think um, we can forgive him for. A... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get them on though, Ev. Come <laughs> on. Uh, yeah. Campaign, campaign coming <laughs> for the streetlights in Pengham. There, I think. Me and Evan Williams are going to storm down to the sand, Ev. Now, get the place together. Light up the village, for fuck's Aye. sake. Right, good start, strong start. Um, Rod, um, are you going to carry on the uh, strong start or are you going to let us down? I'd probably let you down because I've, uh, <laughs> I'd be honest with you, I've, it's one of those ones again where I've been scouring the news for uh, what's happening, what's been happening because I haven't really got any personal issues this week or personal ailments to drag up. So um, what I was going to go for was... Got it written down here somewhere. Oof. Bear with me a second. It's out of a but, start. Uh, oh, as uh, people uh, just just watch this decision to put sewage in the sea, like that's what that's what I was going to go yeah. for. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think, what the fuck's going on? Haven't they closed loads of beaches down Bridgendway? Yeah, I think Puthgall, um, they put a warning out for no swimming in the sea. Yeah, because they've put freaking raw sewage in there. Um, shit and all sorts spewing out into the oceans you know lovely clean seas <laughs> and not a thing that we can pride us is there any green flag beaches down there or all the, uh, i don't know i don't know what constitutes a green flag beach to be fair but the beaches in the uh, the regenda area you know ogmore southern down um and 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 you know both they are lovely beaches so it's a shame i think yeah, but it's it's the UK wide, isn't it? This sewage, well, it's definitely down the south of the UK. Yeah. Um. So I think you know it's probably like looking at a bowl of cocoa pops after you put the milk in and <laughs> let it settle for a bit. There's just a brown, lumpy. Bloody, yeah. So what a dis- I I I haven't thought through what I was going to say about it, but I don't think I need to say much. It just speaks for itself, doesn't it? Yeah. What What is going on? <laughs> just fill in the sea with shite. And, uh, Literally, yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not really a fan of that. It's, it's clearly not good for anything. 
Yeah. Then, yeah, but there we are. It's just it's just another case of we can't have nice things really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Just and I don't know. What I probably should look into it more if there's any reason why it happens, but it just seems absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I guess it's you know it's the raw element of it as well. I guess before they would probably treat it or whatever. Yeah, well you can get it's it. It's got to go somewhere. It. Obviously, it's got to go. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's when you treat it, isn't it? So that's yeah. what the whole process is for. But then just to let it just spew in there untreated. Yeah, just sounds like we're gonna be a diseased island <laughs> in the <laughs> middle of the ocean. There, yeah, like oh, I don't know. Yeah, we're. Uh... Stick it in the pole and see what people think, I think, because I yeah. don't think it's very good. But there we are. No, I think it's uh, pretty objectively bad, to be fair. Yeah, I think most people will agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, I'm just sort of trying to keep you going, Rod, because I have no idea what I'm going to pick, to be honest. Yeah, it's um, been a bit of a quiet week, really. For Yeah, I haven't lived, really, for the last couple of weeks, because I've been so insular because of the old leg. Sitting on a sofa, watching shit on YouTube, isn't great for still, the old. Still, still buying time here. Uh, yeah, still buying time. <laughs> sort of looking around the room. Um, what can I pick? This is bad for me. This is a sort of cow's behaviour. Um, yeah. it's, it's not as if you've uh, not had time to think. No, I'm, if anything, I've had too much time to think. Chuck the leg in again if you want. Oh, I can't chuck the leg in again. <laughs> um, I'm bored of talking about the leg. If I'm bored of it, I dread to think what other people are fucking thinking I'll try about. Try and help you out now if you want. Um, Ed Sheeran's designed the Ipswich kit. That's quite bad, isn't it? Oh, that bloke yeah. in general. <laughs> um, Coldplay are coming to Cardiff. I That's what them. I was thinking, yeah. Coldplay, <laughs> Coldplay are pretty shit, aren't they? Fucking awful um, thing. What the fuck can I pick? Grimsby are playing Forest in the Carabao. Should be Wrexham. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Newport are playing Pompey. That should be Cardiff Newport. Wouldn't that be it? Be nice today. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, this is not good, is it? <laughs> um. Well, you know what? <laughs> I've never picked him, and no one's ever picked him. And I feel like he really does deserve a pick. I'm going to go for Adrian Phillips. <laughs> oh, oh, very strong, but he yeah. has to be... Um, yeah. You know, he comes on the pod every week. Um, I don't know why we have him back on every week. Talking is rubbish. Um, yeah, just just a chancer of the highest order, isn't he? So... Um, and I feel like he's he's he should he he is the uh, he is the the the, the king wrong un really. So it's about time yeah. he went up against sewage going into the sea and um, the outrage at some bloke with a gun at Ogmore. So, uh, <laughs> in sounds a hell of a lot worse after he's yeah. gone. <laughs> he's in good company. He's in good company, yeah. and that's all I have to say on the matter. Um, Phillips, uh, you're always welcome on, but um, you know full well that you're a wrong one. So, um, yeah. So that's yeah. this week's picks. <laughs> Shocker from me there. Sorry, everyone. I'll I'll improve. I'll work on it. So you'll be normally doing brain fog next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so you can vote on Friday on Twitter for one of your three choices, and that is um, the outrage at... Um, a certain councillor's uh, tweet um, uh, dumping raw sewage into um, into the sea in 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 Britain and um, Agent Phillips, all worthy nominations. Um, a battle of three heavyweights, all three guilty of being full of shite. <laughs> yeah. Very true, very true. Talking about full of shite. We're going to answer your questions next. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely segue. Yeah. 
Um, before we get stuck into the questions, I just want to remind everyone that friend of the pod, Andrew Dowlin, is recording his World Cup song on Wednesday at Eat Sleep Media HQ in Cardiff Bay. Um, everyone's welcome. I think he wants some uh, group backing vocals for um, for his song. Um, obviously, it is. If you're listening on Wednesday, it's this evening. If you're listening after Wednesday, then unlucky, it's too late. Um, if you do need more details, head to his Twitter account, which is at Andrew Dowlin eighty four. And uh, Evan, he asked you in his question this week um, if you're looking forward to featuring on said World Cup song. So are you? Oh uh, no, I haven't got him coming into the office for fucking any reason. To be honest, it's just something to pass the time. As soon as he sent me the DM about it, my face lit up. Like, I'm still trying to process how we're going to a World Cup to begin with, let alone that we're going to have World Cup songs, and the fact that I'm going to have my face front and centre on a World Cup song video. Like, for somebody from Kevin Hengood, like, I'm going to tell this to people, and it will, it will roll heads. Like, it is fucking mind-blowing stuff. And I have had a listen to the demo of said track, and it is a fucking banger. And I have heard... Um a few clips and uh, I'm sure it's going to turn out to be uh, cracking um, karaoke champion of Wales deserves something to one it up and I think he's pulled it off to be honest so. yeah big shout out Andrew Dowling um, so if you are looking to get involved then just head to his Twitter um, unfortunately I won't be able to be there because um, of factors um, media cannot accommodate for a broken leg. No, unfortunately. He tried getting a stay lift installed, but fucking <laughs> cost of living crisis. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of money, a lot of money to just get me in the building for yeah. for a couple of hours, but uh, but there we are. Um, he's asked me also if I enjoyed my day out at Ennis Park to watch Tom Pentra as well. I went up to sunny Tom Pentra on Saturday to watch them in the Welsh Cup against Cardiff Airport, and what a lovely time! Cracking little ground. Um, you know, proper valleys, football ground, great views, good stands, uh, pot noodles available from um, the um, the refreshment hut, which was named Kirsty's Baps. Is there um, hot water added, or is it you got to chomp it down dry? I assume so. I didn't have a. I I I, ah, I, I don't fuck with pot noodles, but um, I just thought it was nice that they were available. Um, yeah. Good game, one nil, very competitive. Tom Pendle went through. Um, but Cardiff Airport's goalkeeper hit the bar in the last minute with a header from a corner. So always entertaining to see a goalkeeper go up. Uh, would have been fun if he'd scored to take it to penalties. But alas, Tom Pendra went through to the first round proper. So good for them. Um, one of Wales's most successful clubs. So nice to see them um, have a little bit of success after a, um, a tough few years. Um, and finally, as well, Rod, he's added, keep up the good work on social media, Lieutenant. Hacking down them British gnats. So, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a two way street, isn't it? They, they like to label us all sorts of things when they're the very things they claim we are. So, uh, you got to chomp back. You got to give a. Get a point, uh, hold a mirror up to them, you know? Because yeah. they, they are the things they say we are. So, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wise as ever. Yeah. Wise as ever. Wow. Um, right, uh, right. Uh, I've just literally had a question in from Evan Williams. Um, when he sent it to me, it said, um, "There's a team currently losing twenty-one nil with thirty minutes to go. What is the biggest drumming you've been on the end of as a player? Mine's twelve-one. Caffili um, United are currently losing. Um, since he's tweeted that, it's now twenty-four nil." Um, so Caffili United are losing twenty four nil to Traforest FC reserves, so that's not nice, really. Um, no, for anyone involved, really. Um, so yeah, any um, in previous sporting careers, any drum ins you've been on the end of, boys? Twelve uh, nil, I think, is the most I've been on the end of uh, against Kiwi Maradinum School in Carmarthen. I think it was nice. Um, they had some talented footballers. We had a load of shite, so um, <laughs> we only played like four games of football because there wasn't much football in the school. So um, yeah, I played. I, I think I played up front and got one 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 touch of the ball. I think basically <laughs> it was a shambles. Yeah, yeah, not a great day at the office. But uh, can't imagine twenty four nil is too uh, 
very nice to be involved in, is it? Yeah, only 60, 67 minutes gone as well. So, um, long way to yeah. go and beat that uh, um, Sierra Leone league from the other week, though, isn't it? What was that one? There was two games on the last day of their season, and both teams going for the title won by ninety goals or something. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was on. It was on the BBC Sport website. This uh, did make me laugh because uh, that. <laughs> If that's not got the whiff of uh, bung money, I don't know what else. Yeah. Tells you. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Evan, any uh, in your in your illustrious sporting career, any drubbins? I can't remember any like particular drubbins, but I do remember going to like a school World Cup tournament that when they first opened the 4G in Estramanach, so eight odd years ago, they had our group placed as Ukraine, and we had Russia in the group stage. <laughs> <laughs> and it was when it was fucking co- it was when conflict kicked off like 2014. Oh, we lost 4 0, but I took great pleasure in getting red carded within about 10 minutes. Nice. <laughs> Studs up just for, for the, the Ukraine. Love it. For the Ukraine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, nice. chance, no effort to get to the ball. Just took took a poor hand out. <laughs> walked <laughs> off, went home. Leave, your, leave your mark on him early, doesn't it? Yeah. Get, yeah. Aye. Um, Nothing wrong with the studs up challenge, if you ask me. <laughs> no, in the right context. Uh, <laughs> and if there's yeah. anyone who can who, who can say that, it's you, Rod Aye, or Tim Hartley here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Evening, Tim. Uh, <laughs> uh, my my worst is eighteen nil. I lost um, stupidly when we were kids in Bridgend because there wasn't enough teams in each age group. They double up the age groups, so we're uh, under fourteens. It was under twelves and under fourteens. But obviously, yeah. when you've just gone up to under th- like what would be under 13s you're still fucking 12 and there's lads who were like 14 and you know they've got fucking beards and i'm still fucking walking around speaking at like 10 decibels to whatever no you know what i mean with a higher voice um it's literally men against boys and we lost 18 nil and i was the goalkeeper um and i got approached by a swansea city scout after it so that says all you need to know about how how much worse it could have been. Um, <laughs> and then I got scouted as a goalkeeper whilst losing 18-0. Um, broke my thumb about three months into playing um, playing like, for in a Swansea development thing and never went back. So what could have like, been, eh? Yeah. It's like Southall's man of the match uh, displaying a 7-0 uh, defeat. Exactly. 7-1 defeat. Yeah. Exactly. And we're both, yeah. we're both uh, beacons of good hope and faith and love now so um yeah the adult baby's takeover is off that was a repressed memory though and yeah, yeah. right it, let's do boosh's question next then um boosh here he is. he is here he is indeed a mouse lives in a windmill in old amsterdam a windmill with a mouse in is hardly surprising. Crooned Max Bygraves. Stamford Major FC have just released their new World Cup shirt with a windmill on. I've ordered mine. So what's your favourite building or large erection? Ah, Bush, here we are again. <laughs> Lower in the tone. Loves the innuendo, doesn't he, old Bush? Yeah. I mean, innuendo is being kind there. He's literally just said, what's your favourite large erection? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's Holden that's Holden true. Holden Holden fucking pole. Totem bush. Let's concentrate more on the what's your favourite building then. Um, hmm. Evan, have you got a favourite building? I'm going to go with the Peahead building down the bay. Because okay. I went in there on a lunch break a few weeks ago and I just done like a tour on my own. And it's a nice little gaff and I don't get why they spent all that money building the Senate when they could have just used that for our parliament. Yeah. It is a, it's just a lovely little place, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to seriously think about that. And it was either that or the coal exchange, you know, both grand lovely buildings residing in Cardiff Bay. Empty, pretty much. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Rod, what about you? What's your favourite building? Um, Clandevery Leisure Centre? Town Clock in Clandevery, maybe. Um, yeah. We used to have a conspiracy that there was people operating out of the Town Clock building. Um, dark, dark society of people controlling whatever went on in town, but uh, it's, uh, it's probably between me and my mates from back home. To be honest, I don't know why I'm sharing it on a 
this but um maybe Kinderry Castle, even though it's an absolute diabolical castle in terms of But it's your it's castle. Just crumbled a bit, but yes, yeah, it's, it's it's the town's castle and it's pretty unique um shape in it these days. So if someone drew it I'd go, That's Kinderry Castle and it would just be like uh, like a drawing of a curve and a and a <laughs> wall or something, yeah, but um I can't think of many buildings, to be honest. I don't want to see any of the flash skyscrapers around the world or anything. Yeah. It doesn't impress me. Waste of time. No. Um, yeah. Kinderry Castle. Let's go for that. Good answer. Um, yeah. Right, I've got to think of one now. I'm really bad at these at the moment. What is my favourite building? I'm a sucker for brutalist sort of architecture. Yeah. Yeah. I like a... Uh, there was one mental one. I went to Vilnius earlier this year in Lithuania and they got this like it's the old sports um it's like a le- it was literally like a leisure center and it was like proper soviet mental building look cool as fuck so I'll go with that if you know you know if you don't then unlucky Wait, um, now what's your favorite erection <laughs> <laughs> uh right moving on on the note uh of new kits tinty and the bucket hats have asked uh, who's hit the football kit market uh, the best um, out of all the Tor Wales kit releases? Um, so Tor, um, I think they're a Welsh-based company. Mainly, they do all loads of all sorts of Welsh football kits, mainly in the Newport area. Um, and they've released some absolute belters. Obviously, as Bush mentioned, Llantwit have got an absolute cracker coming out for the World Cup um, in Wales colours. Um, obviously, their home and away have been brilliant as well, mainly um, with the uh, the sleeve sponsor. But there's some cracking ones on their website. Um, I do urge anyone to go and have a look. Fucking hell, there's a team called Bushers FC. Maybe Whoa, Bush, wow. Bush has started his own club. There they are. There they are indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, just have a look through some of the shirts, really. Um, one that stands out for me on here. Wattsville FC have got a lovely home shirt. It's like a blue, like a light blue, and then like navy sleeves with a pattern yeah. on the blue. Um, it's like Paisley. Um, it's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, I do urge anyone to go and have a look through because you know they are a lot of Newport sort of sides. Um, Newport Corries on you, who are sponsored by the Corries looking chain. Nice. Yeah, yeah. obviously got the World Cup edition one. There's a red one with like uh, green yeah. and yellow um, trims. So, uh, yeah, have a look um, and let us know your favourites. And, you know, go maybe go and, go and support one of these clubs. Abba Bargoid Town. What a fucking badge that is, by the way. They're on oh, you. it is nice, isn't it? Yeah, with the, mat, with the um, they've got a kit on you. Oh, it's a training shirt. They haven't got their first kit. But yeah, great badge, great badge. Um, right, what else have we got to talk about? Uh, oh, we've had another eyebrow-raising question here from our friends at 1912 Exiles. Um, they said, when doing a match preview a few weeks ago for our Walsall counterparts, we were asked, what's the best brothel in Newport? Any suggestions from the panel? Um, unfortunately, I have no idea what the best brothel in Newport is. Um, uh, I, I can't say I'm either. No? Rod's not... No. Not, unfortunately, um, not no. Unfortunately, not unfortunately. no. Not Newport. Not yeah. no. Not anywhere either. No. <laughs> I, there no. is, I I'm sure it's one of the only legal red light districts in in UK is in Newport, isn't it? Um, maybe I've made that up. Yeah, I don't think he's got the probably not the right podcast for that question. To be honest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Bush will start one episode. I'm not actually that slanderous on Bush, isn't it? No, Bush. Bush wouldn't do such a thing. No, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but if you do want more on Newport's brothels, maybe listen to a 1912 <laughs> Exiles podcast. Yeah, that's um, the point. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Um, Paul Burns has asked uh, or said, I love going to watch a game over the festive period, but I'm wondering if Boxing Day or New Year's Eve or New Year's Day fixtures for Tier 2 and below is a good idea, as a lot of these players don't get paid and playing might disrupt any family plans. And Paul Burns, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, you know, yeah. I think uh, let let people enjoy this time that time of year, and there's plenty of other weekends you can play football on. Yeah, um, and I think we all yeah. uh, agree with that. You don't want to be worrying about playing do around no. that time. Leave it to the professionals. Yeah, they get paid to do it. You don't want to give up your 
bloody enjoyment Christmas time. Exactly. About having to play a game like yeah. Exactly. Uh, Wizzy has asked um, or said, I watched Landridnod away at Belf last week in a well-contested local derby in front of a good crowd. Uh, what's your favourite Welsh league derby? Um, Rod, I don't know if you've ever, if there's ever been a Llan, um, a Llan Devry, this is Llandelo football match. I, I've played in a few of them. How, uh, how um, fierce does that get? Very tame compared to what you've probably <laughs> got down your way, yeah, you boys. But uh, obviously, you want to win it, and it's the only one I've played in that can count as a derby. So I'll have to, I'll have to go for that. But it, yeah, it's a very there's not there, there's never been proper violence or any serious <laughs> serious threat of things getting out of control. But you know, there's a bit of animosity, but nothing much. It's yeah, uh, yeah very tame. It's a. Uh, is the rugby derby a bit more? Because obviously, I'm assuming they're more. They're both rugby. Uh, really, they don't they? play each other. I think Kindavri quite a few levels above Kindelo uh, in the in the rugby. So they, minnows. They Kindavri have a, more of a thing with Kamal than Quins in the rugby. Right. I think, but then you know, you you boys could probably mention derbies that would probably be a bit more hair raising than what we've got down here. I think people just too friendly really and there's not yeah. enough menace and there's not enough uh <laughs> kind of uh <laughs> thing in the air kind of thing there's no uh yeah what's the word there's no threat of anything kicking off at any time <laughs> so. evan yeah. obviously i'm sure there's plenty of inter-valley rivalries going on around you what's what's the fiercest rivalry mm. in your area uh, I'm trying not to be biased, really, but I can't think of many that fucking get people riled up as Kevin Angan versus Bargains. Yeah. They're not even the closest town or village to us, but whenever the, the sides play, it is just hostile as fuck. <laughs> like, you don't often see them going back to clubhouse after the game. And it's some bad blood there. It always boils over. It makes Old That's Firm a- look fucking tame, to be honest. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's the word I was looking for. Hostile. I knew there would be something down your way, Ev. That was, uh, oh yeah, exactly what I was thinking of. Like that kind Risk. of tension in the air. Where don't look at someone the wrong way. Bit higher up, fucking Risk or an Aberbargan buds. That seems to be fairly competitive. But again, they, all, like, they've drawn themselves and each other in the cup, haven't they? First round probably. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of Risker being that end, but I guess it is, and I always think it's further east. Yeah, it's a good Gwent derby, really. Yeah, massive. Bridgend wise, I don't. I mean, there's loads of teams in Bridgend, and I don't really know if anyone really doesn't get on in terms of. It's always tasty when we, as a young young lad, we'd play the Mystag teams. They always had a chip on their shoulder when they play the Townies. Um, nice. that was always fun. Um. Bridgend Pencoid used to be tasty when we were kids, but obviously Bridgend became Penabont then, so they don't play each other much anymore. Um, Cardiff. I've never been to a Canton This is Grangetown game, but I bet there's a few. I bet that can be a bit tasty. Yeah, yeah sounds, sounds good. Yeah. Tasty, yeah. So um, I'll have to try and take in a Cardiff derby. I've never actually really seen a, um, you know, an inter-Cardiff derby. Um, I did I... see... Bridgend Street played Cardiff Airport recently, and there was an absolutely massive brawl. Oh yeah, that was pretty I insane. So that's li- uh, things you'd quite like to see, to be honest. With you. Yeah, again. absolutely. I saw. Yeah. How can we improve crowds at Welsh football? More mass brawls. That's yeah, but <laughs> yeah. is what yeah. people want. <laughs> Fuck your summer football. We just want again twenty-two men brawls. Um, yeah. Friend of the pod, uh, Nathan Davis has asked, "What's the greatest game show of all time, Evan?" Oh, I don't. I think it's a fairly popular choice, but the chase always seems to get a good laugh. Oh, really? Me. Yeah, I don't mind this. Year. I, I think Bradley Walsh is a prick. I right. can't stand <laughs> it. But it's one of them game shows that are on, and I can get involved. When you start getting a few questions right, the ego does inflate. Is a yeah. good thing. He's another one on the Evan Powell list, is he? Uh, <laughs> one of many. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rod, what's your favourite or best game show of all time? Uh, go a long way to beat Big Break, the old snooker yeah. programme back in the 90s. Yeah, as, as a child, I used to 
you know, Saturday nights in were, were glorious back in because you had the big break and then you had that uh, Mr. Blobby house party, Noel Edmonds <laughs> thing came on after it. But yeah, big break with John Virgo and that right wing comedian. Let's f- f- forget that he was involved in the uh, presenting. Um, <laughs> but no, was, that, was, that was good. It was just basically people who were pretty shonky at snooker trying to win microwaves by playing <laughs> trick shots and stuff. So yeah. Great stuff, uh, but Bullseye comes a second, very close second. But I what that was before my time. I just have to watch yeah. them occasionally on the old uh, obscure channels. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of mine really. I guess I really like. Um, I really like. Um, I forgot the name of it now. Uh, the Crystal Maze. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, ooh, big yeah. fan of the Crystal Maze. Yeah, I guess that qualifies I've, as a game show. I've just remembered one now as well. Which is very close to being my favourite ever. Golden Balls with Jasper Carr. Oh, Golden Balls was good. The steel or split at the end. Yeah, there's my that God, one there unbelievable yeah. in there that every now and again pops yeah. up on Twitter. As surprised there's no murders after that program. <laughs> like it is genuinely <laughs> yeah. ruining people's lives, but with like the decision at the end, it's Golden Balls it was, quality. It was class, yeah. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll join you on that one. Um, Alid has asked, uh, what is the one Wales kit you don't own but you wish you did? Hmm. Um, we'll start with you, Rod. Well, I no longer own the Euro 2016 top because my <laughs> brother swapped it with a large, massive Croatian man out in Osijek. But, uh, it was a fake I, Croatian shirt as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was like no spot, no uh, kit maker. It was a Nike kit, but there was no Nike tick on it. It was just a a Czech red and white Czech top, Manzukic yeah. on the back, and like a like a printed on badge. So pretty disgraceful behaviour for my brother there. But uh, all is forgiven. Or is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, other than that, um, one of the eighties Adidas numbers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't own any of them, so probably one of them. I'd yeah. Have to see. Yeah, Evan. I've always liked the look of their um yellow lotto away kit. Um, it's the old yellow one. I can't I think it's just fucking. It's a very planned kit, but I like the home one as well. So either one yeah. of them really, but like is I think they're like the ninety eight to ninety nine kits. I have not seen any about for sale, and not even any fucking replicas or whatever. So I would like one of them ones. Is that the one with like the dragon in the um? Print of the shirt, kind of thing. Oh, it might be, yeah. I think it is, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. they had another one it's like one that. I think it was like a third kit where it was like a white and green kit with like a greenish dragon. I think it was, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Them lotto kits are lovely, but I did, I did like lotto. I'll be honest with you, I did enjoy the lotto kits. It was my first ever kit, and yeah, it was a lotto shirt and underrated, I think. When yeah. people mention former Welsh kits, so. For me, Rod, I think I'm with you. The the um, '84 Adidas one with the white sleeves. That's the I'd, one I was. I'd love. Of, yeah. I've got a copy of it, but I mean, it's not quite the same. I'd love a long sleeve version of that. Um, and I also think the simple yellow and black, and there's a green and black goalkeeper kit. I think must have been from the same time. Long mm. sleeve as well. They're the Di Davis kits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Di Davis ones. Yeah. They they're always probably top of my list, and I like the um, again. I'll probably get a copy of it for the World Cup. Actually, the um, who fucking maybe that was Lotto with like it's like a polo with the but the away version of it with like the red and green chevron chevrons mm. like pattern at the top. Um, I think that's Lotto. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they got it after Hummel, isn't it? No, it's a, it's Umbro. Yeah, Umbro, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's my yeah, other good one. Good shout. Yeah. Um, the the Holy Grails for me. Um, right, and that is most of the questions. But to finish off, the Podfather has asked uh, his trivia question this week. Um, as he's on holiday in Portugal, um, without the axe, I must add. Um, can you name <laughs> the Wales eleven who Airport started security. against? Them? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get the yeah. actual security. No. Um, so can you name the 11 who started against Portugal in the 2016 semi-final 
Um, we'll go player mm. for player. Um, we'll go one. I was, each, I, I was just going to go. I was just going to answer yes and then leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so Rod, I'll have a player from you, and then Evan will have a player from you until yep. until we have the eleven. I've got it in front of me, so I can take them off for you. Uh, let's go with uh, Hennessy. Correct. Williams at the back, Ashley Williams. Correct. James Collins. Correct. Um, James Chester as well. Correct. Uh, right. Um, Joe Allen. Correct. Chris Gunther. Correct. Uh, Bale. Correct. Oh, I don't know if he was, but Andy King. Correct. Yeah. Oh. He was uh, Ramsey's replacement after the ban. Oh, right. Now we, now we lost. Neil Taylor. Correct. So Carnu we've got up front. Carnu up front. And we've got one more, I think. Yeah. Ah. Ledley, is it? Ledley, indeed. Yes. yes. Very nice, boys. Of course. Not a single misstep. Uh, there. Piece of piss, man. <laughs> bad bastards, a lot of us. Yeah. Fucking to be fair, yeah. it was yeah. you know, the biggest game in our history, essentially. So um, Yeah. Um, for now. For, for now, now. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. now, yeah, boys. Positivity. Yeah. <laughs> Until the World Cup final. Uh, right. Uh, that is it in terms of questions. Uh, thanks again for everyone's questions, as always. Um, Evan, you're going to pick a song to play us out. It was yes, a, a yes, mental sir. choice last time that's lived long in the memory with DJ Panda. And I think it's just as rascal this time, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say that. I've gone for Dean Gaffney by the manor. It is not as fucking... Tss, tss, as yeah. fucking, <laughs> DJ Panda, but, you know. I mean, the song is called Dean Gaffney, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. I, DJ Panda inspired choice. I've, uh, that's been on my Spotify playlist for, ever since you played that. So... Uh, <laughs> Love to hear yeah, it. I got, I, I've got big expectations now. Oh, you, I reckon you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, good stuff there. Rodri, any closing statements from yourself uh, before we finish up? Um, yeah, heaven, David, get off Facebook. Uh, <laughs> stop, stop pumping shit into the sea and keep on drinking. Absolutely. Lovely stuff. And Evan, any closing statements from you? As in the get to the World Cup, boys, in 90 days. <laughs> yeah. All I'm thinking about. Still going strong. Positivity. Love it. Evan, it's been a pleasure having you back on the podcast. Hopefully, we'll As always. have you on again soon off the bench when one of Kaus or Rodri um, go missing. Um, usual from me keep buying the fanzine, keep being sound, and um, keep on trucking. Um, as Rodri would say. So to play us out this week, we've got uh, Dean Gaffney by The Manor, <laughs> um, picked Great by Evan really. Powell. Um, we'll um, see you all next week for more Alternative Wales, the podcast. Bye. I've been on a million fair, fuck all this, squads in bits, birds all look like militant prayers. Swear down, bruv, militant, yeah. What do you mean militant? Look at the stairs. Uh. Cause we were buzzing for the night before we came out But the way the night's been This ain't my scene But we're still drinking till the last song Cause we were buzzing for the night before we came out But the way the night's been This ain't my scene